0: Hello. My check one my check one two one two. One two. Uh, what's going on? How everything going with you? Ain't nothing much, man. been Chilling.
1: Watching Olympic basketball and all.
0: Oh yeah. They taking their losses. <laughs> mm-hmm. <Man.
1: laughs>
0: yeah, they hopefully they'll turn it around. If not, then you know, they'll take it out on somebody this upcoming season. But you know. Of course, let's introduce ourselves because I know we 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 probably ready to get in this topic right here. But you know, this is the Southern Frame of Mind podcast, aka Renewed Kings. And on today's show, we we will be talking about anger management. And you know, I talked with Kevin about this topic uh, yesterday. It, it came to mind because I seen a situation. Uh, in front of this like military base where <clears throat> these two people got out their car, you know, at a traffic light, and they was just going back and forth. Hey, they had a war words, and you know, they was throwing their uh drinks at each other and everything like that. And um, because I was meeting up with a friend, and mm-hmm. he was telling me what he heard was the two individuals saying, you know, that's why I, uh, you know, I don't care about those kids and all this stuff like that. So it seemed like it was some type of you know, uh, situation that had to do with maybe uh, X or, you know, whatever the case may be. And now they to moved on or whatever the situation may be, but, and maybe think about a bigger picture, how within a split second, you can cause something to happen that you can't, you can never reverse. And, you know, and my thinking of that is basically how with them having that that situation they could have caused an even bigger accident because all the cars that was behind them stopped they was in the front of the line at the traffic light when the situation happened as far as them going back and forth getting out of their cars uh throwing stuff at each other and you know that could have caused a catastrophe and in life we have situations where people can say certain things they can do certain things and then it's a trickle down effect you have the domino effect. So. I wanted to, that's why I felt like we should have a, a conversation about anger management and the ends and not because, you know, you, you will have certain people who will cause you to, to where you feel like you have to defend yourself or make, you know, you just go, you go black, you go dark, but you know, I wanted I feel like it's great. We have this type of show to where people can chime in, um, get their own perspective and just, you know, just shed light on this. Cause it's definitely a serious topic.
1: So, yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know what you see. Pretty much today is, uh, it seems like everybody wants to battle each other. Everybody has this thing of they want to be the baddest. They want to be, they want to be confrontational. No one, no one ever really talks about it because some people they just want to go viral. A lot of people want, want to go viral and they want to say, hey, I, I did this. This is I, this is to prove my gangsterism. <laughs> this is to prove how gangster I am. And they they put up a camera. They put up a phone. And they want to fight. But that situation you're talking about, I don't know. People need to come to, like, resolutions. It's between a man and a woman, right? Am I correct?
0: Well, so it was uh, – yeah, it was a woman and, uh, and the lead car, basically, and, you know what I'm saying, at the at the beginning of the life. Well, you know, in front of the life.
1: And then the car behind her was, I guess, her whoever it was. Uh, I I can barely hear you. Hey, hear me now. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I hear you now. Yeah. So – it happened to
0: be uh a a woman in the in the lead car and then the car behind her was i guess her ex-boyfriend and mm-hmm. then um i think a, a, it was another woman but i don't know who you no know, i don't know what their relation was but it was another woman who was throwing stuff back and forth with the um the other woman in the car by herself so i, I don't know if it's like a new girlfriend or whatever new situation mm-hmm. but it's just it just got really nasty, cause I'm like, I was I was pumping gas, you know, I I was I could see them, they weren't too far away, but I'm like, y'all in front of this military base at this light, and you know, you're causing this this big chaos. And the cars, they didn't even like, I think the light turned green, but you know, they had so many cars behind them, they just let them figure everything out, and then they just you know went on about their business. But it's like, you're not gonna have patient people like that, cause you could have had somebody in another car who was like, who could have felt. You know what, I'm gonna go help this this woman that's that's the against the two to one. And then that could have caused something else. So cause, yeah. you know, it was just it was just I was like, wow, this is very surreal.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what I'm saying. Most of the people they go out and they're trying to prove something. Or in that case, right there, if it's a domestic situation, um, uh, it's like most some people just believe that they have the laws on their side and they have certain um Certain entities on their side—they have certain, uh, well, they like they have the court system, or they have uh, the police, or or whoever it may be in, in law enforcement—they have people on their side. So some people they act out and they take advantage of certain situations because they're like, okay, well, you can't do any wrong, so you know we're gonna let you act a fool and act in the way and act accordingly or act any way you want. Um. In situations like that, they should have tried to keep that. Since so we're talking about animate, a- anger management, we're talking about resolutions also. Am I correct, Elijah? Yeah. Yep, the whole 360. They, they should have they kept that, tried to keep it at home. But I don't know. Some people just let their emotions boil over to a point that they're acting out in public. They're acting irrational in public. They're showing their their their... <laughs> They're they uh not so um regal side, as I should say. <laughs> but it's all about manners and, and and decorum and how some people were brought up. Some people they don't care. If they have an issue, they're gonna take it up with you right then and there.
0: Exactly. Have have you personally had any situations you've seen or dealt with to where you use conflict resolution to uh kind of ease it or it just kind of, you know, possibly went left as far as verbally. You ever had any situations like that? And also, too, for anybody that's listening or uh, comes on, um, you know, if you want to chime in about that as well, you can, because I'm pretty sure we all been around, you know, people that have had flare-ups or even maybe yourself have tried to calm the situation down, but maybe your pride or your emotions just got better of you, so, you know, feel free to chime in.
1: Well, I, I can think of one instance. Uh when I was on a ship back in 2013. Uh it's my last ship, my last pretty much my last year in the Navy. I had an issue with another uh fellow uh sailor, and some words were exchanged. It, it tried to, you know, it, it just did de-escalate because this is a big guy. This is a big guy. I'm five, I'm five eleven, six foot, I'm about six foot. Um, 185 pounds, 190 pounds. This guy is six foot four, 270 pounds. But me, being the person I am, I I never back down from anybody. So words were exchanged. We kept going. Uh, We put our dudes up. Um, I I swung on him. One blow glanced him. It didn't catch him, but you know, it grazed him. Then he tried to catch me. It missed. Then he pinned me in the corner. This guy's bigger than me, but he pinned me in the corner. And I punched him in the, in, in the jaw. Then the fight stopped. Then we kept still going back and forth because the bravado wouldn't let down. Because sometimes you got that. And uh, he got up again, squared off. He pinned me in the corner, and he got me a couple of times in the lip. Then I picked up a sledgehammer and tried to get him, but people held it back then. <laughs> but uh, so far as that scenario and that situation – it, it could have been de-escalated, but what it was is both parties—they didn't back down. When when you have, especially two men, two, two men from a certain type of area, it's like, okay, well, say I, I ain't no in me, so I'm I'm not backing down, and say, okay, well, ain't no in me, so I'm not backing down, and it happened to, yeah, it, it just went from zero to a hundred in some situations. I like that, but me knowing myself now, I try to smooth things over and calm it down. Like, okay, well, what, what's going on with you, or why do you feel this way, or why do you, you know what I'm saying? Like, what's going on? You know, like, uh, what, like, like, you know, I, I'd rather talk it, talk it out more now. I know how to talk to people. And, and that's what it is with any conflict resolution, is knowing yourself and knowing how to talk to people, how to communicate. And, that, and that's pretty much how it is. Have you ever had any situation where you had gotten any physical fisticuffs? I know a lot of people have. And you, how, did you, did you uh, uh, were you able to... Uh, to uh, damper the conflict, or what happened? So when it comes to that, uh, I have some stuff. Uh, I can't hear you, Elijah. Yeah, can you hear me now? Yeah, man, I hear you now.
0: Hold on. Yeah, yeah. Can you can you hear me now? I hear you now? All right, all right perfect, perfect. So yeah, so I haven't really had a whole bunch of, uh, you know situations as far as like fighting with you know I'm saying somebody maybe in school like maybe once or something like that but nothing too crazy but mm-hmm. i had I have you know been in you know one relationship where I dealt with somebody who didn't really have a, a control over their emotions mm-hmm. and by that you know if we having conversations and we're going back and forth you know I you, you know you're gonna get out how you feel you know if you feel like you know there are certain things going on that's, that's troubling you or y'all want to discuss on the relationship, you're going to just explain yourself. And so sometimes people like to take, uh, they like to take their shots. They like to throw shade, as as people say nowadays. And they, you know, basically want to, when they get mad, then they want to tell you about yourself. You know what I'm saying? You know, if you, if you bring something to the table, you're not making it personal, but you just let them know, hey, look, you know, this is what's going on we have in this situation whatever like that how can we fix this how can we make this better you know I I brought this to your attention multiple times and then it gets to the point where it's like well if you was doing this if you was doing that and I wouldn't be doing all you know whatever else you know that person is trying to explain for themselves so you know having to defend yourself and having to you know uh, feel like you have to be on guard it can also uh, be be troubling and detrimental relationships so it got to a point where basically uh, you know, me and 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 the person I was with at the time, you know, we 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 just took it to a whole another level as far as you know verbally, and then mm-hmm. it got to the point where I said my piece, and you know, she couldn't really take that, so it got to where it's like now it's about bowing up. You know? Now you want to bow up because, you know, and that's another thing too. When you whenever you dealing with somebody, ask them how they were and 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 their other relationships, not as far as just you know. Uh, just on some intimate intim- intimately or romantically and all that stuff like that. But more so, did were you ever in any violent relationships? Were you ever in anything to where, you know, it caused you to get out of your know, your comfort zone? Because what happened with that situation was, you know, she wanted to fight and everything like that. Put her hands on me, find things to hit me with, and I defended myself as far as you know, uh, moving removing her off of me. Because at the end of the day, I know. It's ingrained in, in men to, hey, you know, you don't put your hands on women, but also, too, you don't get lumped up your head and then allow women to just have take advantage of you, you know what I mean, mentally and physically, because it does happen to a lot of men out here, but they won't say nothing about it. And then when they hit their breaking point, then it's like, oh, this look at this animal, look at this, whatever, like that. But you don't know what it was leading up to that point, which doesn't make it right. But at the same time, we have to look at both sides of the spectrum. And so it was a couple of times where, you know, it, it got, it got heavy you know it got to the point where um you know she seemed black you know what i'm saying and it got to a point where i felt like you know what hey i need to remove myself from the situation so i left and that's one way that i you know um felt like it was best for me for my sanity and just having a a clear way of thinking to remove myself from the situation so i ended up you know we it came down to another situation like that, to where I was getting ready to leave. I say, you know, I had enough of this. We keep going back and forth. You're undecided if you really want to be with me. You don't know who you, who you are yourself, and you want to use your past as a crutch. And I'm never gonna be uh, nobody's punching bag for their emotions. Mm-hmm. So I'm getting ready to leave, and she, you know, doesn't want me to leave because I guess now her true feelings is coming out, and she's battling with herself. Of uh, you know can she see beyond just right now and, and, and see herself having a future with somebody that she says she cares about or claims to care about so she uh, you know I'm, I'm getting ready to, to back the car up in reverse and she takes uh, she grabs my hand she's like no don't leave I said look I'm leaving we're not good for each other I'm not going to be in this this toxic crazy relationship and you know you you're, you, you you know you want to fight with me and all that because that's what you, you, were, you did in, uh, in other relationships you know what I'm saying you always had to defend yourself in different ways um and i'm like no i'm not gonna have that i'm not that type of person i like i don't want to be with somebody who bring out the worst in me if we're not bringing out the best in each other and but we can only bring out the worst in each other that's not gonna work for me so she gets she you know so so then she grabs she tries to uh bite down on my hand so she bites my hand i'm like i'm like are you you know i told her like this i said are you fucking crazy like what's what is wrong with you you <laughs> know what I'm saying she's standing there crying and stuff like that i'm like I'm like it's over with like you 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 need help like look at you 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 bite mm-hmm. down on me You doing all sorts of stuff like that and at the end of the day too, let me say this to anybody no matter you know what your age is or you know what how new or great a relationship is have your own have your own place have your own car have you have your own when you get into any relationship because if you go into a relationship you have stepping and you come dependent on somebody else and they, you know what I'm saying, like, want to throw it in your face, it can it can make you feel some type of way. And then your pride will get in the way, and then you're going to say something about them that might hurt them to bring them on your level for how you're feeling. So in any relationship you go into, and of course, you know, business, that's a whole nother thing, you know, if you want to be, you know, going business with people and stuff like that. You, and just in general, you know what I'm saying, make sure you're prepared for whatever endeavor you, you're willing to take on. Because if not, you know what I mean, you're setting yourself up for failure. So that's one thing I learned from that. It's okay to walk away from a relationship. It's okay to uh not get the last word. And that's why I said it's it's better to be the bigger person than take the biggest loss because it's a lot of relationships that don't end on a um on a uh, on a note where both parties are able to just, you know, go their separate ways. Somebody could get hurt. Somebody sometimes people usually get hurt, uh killed. Um you Know egos damaged forever, so every relationship they get in now they don't they'll never feel they're good enough, so um, you just have to be careful because your your energy may not match with another person's energy. And, and when you really find out who they are, you know, from the charades of hey, this is who I am, and whatever facade they put on when you first meet them, and then when y'all get into a real situation, now you see who they really are. So, uh, that's that's one thing I learned from that. It's okay to just walk away from a situation,
1: so far as. The male-female dynamic is pretty much, I think, what it is. When, when some people lash out like that, they have family issues. And they need to go get the professional help to deal with those family issues. And they bring that stuff into their relationships. And they feel that's how that they should deal with people. Or they saw their parents, how they dealt with each other, how their mom dealt with with their man or the husband, or how the husband dealt with the wife and they see that in the home and it's probably some underlying issues that traumatize them and they don't know how to handle relationships when they get older. So they pretty much lash out. Or they think it's normal when you have toxic toxicity in a relationship, they think that it's normal and they do all kinds of things. Like, okay, what's wrong with this person? And you found out that they have underlying childhood issues and it's like, man, like they're taking this out on me and they need to go seek counseling They need to seek some counsel. And that's where some of those anger issues lie. It's, it's in the home and people, they need to start from there and work on that and build up and work on that. But that's what most of, some of those, most of those anger issues start from It's they can get it, get it, it's, 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 uh, it comes uh, handed down from their parents. Um, parents may have had anger issues, but the parents never dealt with it and so they keep passing it down the lineage. And he's like, "Okay, well, where does this come from? Do you see their mom?" And it's like, "Oh, okay." Because I think I, I know. I think I'm I, I'm remembering the situation. Was this the one where she had the mom that was uh on some weirdo shit or some strange shit? Or... Uh,
0: yeah, yeah. This was this was the one that um, she, like you said, she had a broken she had a broken relationship with her parents. You know, her parents were the are uh the type where they're the super. You know, religious, but mm-hmm. then behind the scenes, it's kind of like the way they they raise their kids. They they all, you know all their kids all kind of have something a little off about them. Where it's mm-hmm. almost cult like. It's like they mm-hmm. have this kind of cult like, um, you know, aura about them because of how they was raised up. And also too, you know, when when you have a a, a dominant father in the household that doesn't have a side of him to where he's willing to be understanding of, Hey, my son may not be like me, so I can't be rough on him or, or, or super aggressive. Like how my dad was in, in terms of, you know, you're going to do this. Or you're going to do that. It's nothing wrong with, uh, of course, having him. Okay. Cut the grass, do certain things that men should be doing around the house and learn about certain things, how to maybe do the basics on a car. But as far as like, you know, you're gonna go out for this sport, you're gonna do this to show prove you mm-hmm. a man. You don't have to do all that for that. But you have some men who were raised like that, you know, and that's passed down. And, and and especially, you know, from slavery. It's a lot of stuff we get handed down, uh, you know, in our lineage, like you were mentioning about anger, you know, we get uh uh passed down, um, just like broken heartedness, you know. What I mean, we get passed down, um, Shame and, and, and vitriol and, and, and some people Who their family name is just Is just muddy because of Everybody in their family is known for Either selling drugs or Committing crimes or Incest or or all this other crazy stuff Like that so mm-hmm. it's a lot of Broken homes out here and um Like you said it's it starts from within Understanding who you are and who You're dealing with because you can't handle everybody The same you can't handle all your kids the same You know one kid may be tough enough to take whatever you say to them. But then the other kid, it might cause them to want to commit suicide or want to go a different direction. And I think that's a great point you hit on about, you know, um, starting in the home.
1: Yeah, and, and I see, and that's where most of the problems, that's where most of the crux of the problems start from. And people, why people have underlying anger issues, because it, it might be a uh, molestation or, or it happened in the family, or it might be uh, the parents mistreated the kids, just you know, mistreatment of the children. Or it might be some kids got spankings too much. Some people got too many spankings and it made the kid mean and it made them lash out and they don't know how to handle their problems when they get out. And I see a lot of things today where it's like, well, I notice most most parents or that they're, they're like mean to their kids or, or if they're raised by one single parent, and, th- and this is an issue. Some most times because we most see most single homes, they don't have both parents in the homes, and the parent. Goes a little bit harder on that child because they don't have two parents in the household, so they figure that being mean to the kid is teaching them how to be a man, or being mean or being strict on their daughter is teaching her, okay, well you're not going to be like me, so we're, I'm going to be strict on you. And these and, and people go grow up mean, but it's not, and they grow up callous. It's callous. They grow up callous and cold. But it's like, okay, that's not teaching your child how to be emotionally aware of himself. And there's a lot of people that that's missing two dynamics and a two two and a two parent household is pretty much important. point. But like like you hit on, it's like it's how to be emotionally intelligent with people, and that's the problem. Like, but being raised old school, it was I, I think is it, people came up a little bit harder. It's a it was a different era back then, and like things have changed. So like, people have changed in the way they communicate, and people changed in the way the dynamics of a household or people just have have evolved and changed in how to communicate with people. And you could say that society has become a little bit, you know, more gentler. You want to say softer, gentler. You know, you can't like beat on your kids or whatever you, can, or you can't, I don't say beat up, but you can't discipline a certain way or some people, they go to the extreme and discipline too much. You got to know when things are a perfect balance, when you, when you're dealing with children or, you know, even dealing with certain adults, you got to know a certain balance. And that's where the anger management comes in. At.
0: Yeah, I definitely concur with that. And um, another point I want to bring out is if you are a parent or a guardian, well, I'm also a parent. If you're a parent and, you know, you, you, you share responsibilities because y'all broken up or divorced, or whatever the case may be. If you have an issue with the other person, you cannot be out that side of of you know, if it's if you know if if it's the kid looked too much like the father. Now you're you're lashing out and, and de- you know demonizing your son because he reminds you of his father. But that's still your son. That's still your blood. You know what I'm saying? That's his DNA. Your DNA flows through him. But because you haven't gotten over, maybe you still wanted to be with his father. But his father didn't want you, or maybe you thought his father was somebody that ended up being somebody totally different. You can't. Just beat that out of him, and I've you know I've seen situations to where you have these parents, whether it's the the uh, the woman or the man, you know they have an issue with the mom. So oh, you want to go stay and live with your mom? Okay, cool. Well, I'm I'm gonna take it out. You know I'm gonna be extra whenever I, I discipline you or any little thing they try to nitpick. Oh well, you must have got that from your mom. Well, that's how your mom was, and it's like you gotta understand, y'all both created this child. So as much as you may want to hate the other parent you still need to have a camaraderie with that parent so that way that kids understand balance in life is key. Because when they have kids, they can raise them the same way to where now you have that, like you mentioned, that generation of just uh, shamefulness and and hurt being passed down. And and that's what's what's going on in the world right now. And also, too, you mentioned about the world being uh, uh, softer. And I feel like with that, it's more so of, this whole, oh, just accept everybody the way they are. Oh, if a mm-hmm. kid does this or does that, you know, that's just that kid expressing their freedom. At the same time, when you go to court, you're fighting for your freedom. So before it get has to get to that point, you need to have people who are going to say, hey, you know, you just can't live out here and do whatever you want to do. There's protocols to certain things, just like mm-hmm. our last show, which people should check out if you haven't. The ABCs of Life Accountability, Um, boldness and consequences. Where we talk about the actions that you do, you can feel entitled to it, you can feel empowered, you know, this whole carefree culture that we live in where there's basically no accountability. You just express your your free will and all that. It still Mm -hmm. comes with a price. And I think that's what's missing society right now. You have the media and a lot of politicians that they'll push certain agendas to where people feel like, oh, well, if this is the way I feel and everything like that, I probably won't be reprimanded, you know, harshly for it. That's why you have people rushing the Capitol. That's why you have people looting when they're supposed to be protesting, because they feel like, oh, well, you know, I'm going to just do what I want to do, and if I get caught, I get caught, but I feel like I'm entitled to something, and I feel like um, with having balanced parents who, even if they don't get along, they still understand, hey, this is the, the next generation. We have to raise this kid, right? They need that compassion from a woman they need that toughness from a man but also with a man too he can show compassion just like a woman can show toughness so it doesn't have to be like oh well you know you need your dad around like that because he's teach you how to be a man that's true but also too he can teach his son hey this is how you should talk to him this is how you should treat women you know what i mean you don't have to be a a a, a savage uh with a woman because that shows your bravado your your passion for wanting to be successful in life and actually doing it in real life, not just talking about it, is gonna drive the right women to you. You have the hanger owners, the women that just want to be with you for the glitz and glamour, move, but whenever their beauty fades away, you know, and they're not who they used to be, now it's just like, okay, it's back to reality. You know what I mean? And for guys who try to leech off a of women as far as living with them, and oh, I'm gonna stay with this woman so I can get on my feet and, and then get with the woman I really want to be with. And some of they understand that, too. They know what the play is. So they go along with it. Oh, yeah, you stay with her. You get your stuff right. Then you come to me. And it's just like you being coddled because we got a lot of people out here feeling like just, you know, or they acting like big babies. You know, they getting taken care of and all that. And another thing, too, if, if you are having these grown men and women staying with you and, and, and saying that they, you know, in a relationship and care about you, but they feel user-friendly, start claiming them on your taxes. You know what I mean? Hey, they're <laughs> dependent. <laughs> you know what I mean? Straight yeah. up.
1: you you hit on a point about accountability man um i think that's 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 a main issue too like a lot of people aren't accountable for their actions and that's what i was uh uh, a point i was trying to make earlier about how people aren't as accountable and they feel they can go out here and just start stuff with everybody and not have control of their anger issues and and just go and just oh well i'm gonna be mr big and bad and i'm gonna i'm gonna swell up the people and i'm gonna poke my chest out, but I'll say, okay, well, you got underlying issues that you need to deal with first of all, before you go out and post. Well, it starts with the home, and it starts with those parents raising those children, and you made a point about how uh, parents can, you know, how a man can be um, nurturing also, and how the woman can be the disciplinary. Yeah, the the roles can reverse, but I think it's more like, also, too, it's like a man teaches teaches the children how to be on the more logical side. And the woman teaches the children how to nurture. And with those two things coming together, you can have a well-balanced individual. And that's what it's all about. Uh, when, when you have two parents in the household, it's like te- teaching them how to be well, if, they, if the parents are well-balanced, but that's uh, that's just the thing. It's like, everybody's had so many underlying problems that they need to work on. Even Even previous generations before us have problems that they need to work on. And some people just have children, and nothing gets resolved. Everybody is just, and it keeps on pan- passing down a lineage and a generation of, of damaged people. And I think that's where it begins with some of the anger management. You got to deal with some of the the past traumas of, the earlier generations also.
0: Yeah, you got to break those generational curses, because that's what's plaguing the world right now. That's why you have, you know, these families and the, these, uh, you know you know, people like ourselves, you know, as far as in the black community where uh, some people feel like they got dealt the bad card, you know, or that's why they, sometimes you'll see people, okay, why are they selling out their race? Why are they basically trying to uh, coddle up to everybody else and, and and seek validation? It's because they feel like, okay, well, my community doesn't really have no real true economic and there's really no power and. Um, being black besides the culture and being help and, you know, kicking flavor and all the other hype stuff like that, that people like they'll take different ingredients of what we do and then try to make it something that actually can profit off of it because they understand business. But, you know, big picture wise, is just understand that have value in yourself. If nobody else um, tells you that and understand that even if you had a bad childhood you went through a lot of things um, in relationships that, you know, um, it's all about self-control. You know, there's certain things. It's a lot of things in this life we won't be able to control. You know, you won't be able to micromanage everything that's around you. Some people, they if they and they get in, you know relationships or certain situations to where it's like, okay, I have to manage my friends and what they say and how they say, it. and the person I'm dating they have to be this way, that way, that way. Mm-hmm. You can't control everything about a person, and sometimes that can make people angry as well. Not having full control, and they don't want to share. You know, um, they don't. They don't want. They want to share the responsibilities of. Hey, if you're gonna be in a relationship with somebody, or you're gonna have a friendship, you got to let that person be who they are. Now, if they start to show you things that's not conducive to a better life or progression for themselves, then of course you you can be cool with them from afar, but understand that don't let that get you to the point where now you mad at everybody around you because they're not doing it your way. You know what I mean? So I think that's another part of uh, the anger management spectrum as well. You know, not understanding you won't have full control of every single thing, you know, that goes on around you, but just try to do your best to um, work within your own parameters.
1: Mm -hmm. That's what it is, man. Hey, uh, (laughs) Boy, yeah, it's, it's so much to, to delve into on this topic so far as anger management. Anger management, it can be pinpointed from anywhere. It, plus, also, too, what I want to hit on, I, I'll take a little spin to this, is that some people were raised to treat certain other people. I'm talking about the racial dynamic. Uh, uh so They were raised to treat certain people a certain way just because of, of a sex or racial... Uh, creed or ethnicity or or whatever and certain people don't know how to treat each other by their home training from an ethnic standpoint some people aren't culturally aware of what's going on some people aren't culturally uh savvy to uh different backgrounds and that can also lead to violence and anger issues among people
0: yeah sure can the way you, you know that that's exactly it leads right back to what you said it all starts in the home you know yeah. you can you know treat and that's the thing about that's the thing about this country that's what's so what's so fascinating about this country you know if when it comes to us in another country want to go to war with us oh we're you know we're all behind it like man what are they thinking like we you know we the usa like why they you know saying like, they they can't do nothing to us but internally you know You hear about, oh, unity, we need to come together. Oh, all this, all these protests and all that stuff like that is causing division, but it causes division when you're sitting at home with your kids and telling them, hey, you're better than these group of people because Mm -hmm. of your lineage. And that does happen. Mm -hmm. You know, it does happen. And you have people who, you know, like, may disagree with that, but if that's the case, when certain people commit these certain actions and stuff like that, and they say, hey, well, this was how I was raised and, st- and you know, or I may have... A, they, then they'll ch- sometimes try to say, well, I have a friend of, of of that specific race and I'm cool. I don't hate all, but it's just majority. Mm-hmm. So it's just like you still hate a person because of something they can't control. A person can't control the color they came out. They can't control how their parents came together and created them. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And they taking, you know... Um, their DNA, which creates who they are, so, um, and that's what's was programmed, you know, into a lot of kids today, of, of of different races, and not even just with just the black and white, but you have people from different countries who feel like, oh, you, you know, you, you're programmed, they're they're programmed to think, oh, our country is better than everybody else, and this country is wrong, and all these other countries is wrong. You know, you have communist countries who feel like, you know, hey, this is how we run with the iron fist and these other countries the ones that's wrong we're doing it the right way so it's it's different ways you can look at it but um, how you raise you know how you raise somebody how you treat them you know th- that dark you know energy that you put into them they just only going to grow and expand on
1: that you know what i mean but yeah just but just the basis of this whole conversation is just being emotionally aware and just having people who just dealing with your past issues having people having parents that that groomed you to deal with have emotional intelligence being well-rounded and that's another key point some people aren't well rounded and they they came up awkward some people are just awkward and they don't know how to deal with people they don't know how to deal with relationships they don't know how to deal with people they don't know how to deal with anybody of the public so because you see some people sometimes they work in customer service and they're like really rude to you and it's like okay man well, what's wrong with this person they having a bad day well you need to you need to harness your emotions you need to harness and and come in tune and and tamper down on, on some of it because you're having a bad day that don't take it out on other people you know what i mean i know you you had probably some situations where you encountered somebody in customer service and they was having an attitude or whatever and it's like okay well if you don't like your job maybe you need to change your job I And mean, some people just let everything bother them. Some people probably just have a bad day. And they let everything bother them. But I say that's, that's when it comes to like knowing your emotions, knowing who you are and knowing what you can take. Or Sometimes some people need to, and if it's, if this is anger management we're talking about. Some people just need to step back and take a breather. Some people just step back and assess a situation. Um, step back and be like, okay, well, hmm, I don't like how this person's handling me or I need to handle this person a certain type of way. Or if we're so bad for each other, we just need to just step away, period. Or if we want to, if we if we if we feel it's enough to salvage a relationship, then we just need to work on it or coexist with each other. If we really care about each other, it's many the- ways to manage, to manage a, a lot of these things. But it's just having the the emotional intelligence and the wherewithal to like really know your emotions and know the other person that you're dealing with.
0: Yeah. That's, that's what definitely what it comes down to. If you have respect and you care about the person, you're not going to let it, you know, get to a point of no return. And, um, you know, one of the, my last points I want to make is about on the job. Mm-hmm. You know, because uh, I had uh, a situation as far as <clears throat> on the job. And in the past, what I realized is that you got to understand... Like you mentioned, people, they can, you don't know what type of day they have. You don't know what's going on and stuff like that. And you have to be aware of how you approach people. And uh, I can, I can recall, you know, a situation um, in the past where, you know, a, a person wanted me to to do something or, or, or you know, go help out uh, another group, which I, you know, I was okay with, but it was all about the approach. You know, when you mm-hmm. come at a person and you're saying oh well you know you're you're not doing anything anyways and uh and then you give that person an explanation of what you're actually doing you know why you're you know working on something or uh whatever the case may be and they still say you know that's not valid enough you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying because they said so
1: yeah 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 you know what i mean oh, yeah. so it's just
0: like you know and but the thing about it is when they are your you know supervisor or your boss whatever you know just uh in charge or your manager whatever the case may be of course, you, you know, you're going to give them that, okay, well, you know what, let me go, and then, you know, I was working on something, but since you don't see it valid, let me go work with what you want me to do. But then you can't, but also this, and this is a point I want to make too, if you have an underlying feeling with any employee or any person you're working with, offline or maybe, you know, wherever y'all feel demons, right? Have that one-on-one conversation. Don't let something boil over to now when you want to ask that person to do something, you turn around and then you want to find a little way to crowbar your little comments or whatever you want to mm-hmm. say as you're trying to get that person to do something. And that's what happened with that situation. So basically, um, you know, the person wanted me to do something. I said, hey, you know, I'm, I'm working on this thing. I'm checking I'm checking something out, you know, on the computer or whatever the case may be oh well you know you're not doing that you're just sitting around and uh and uh, everything like that just trying to really micromanage but at the same time fill the type of way about maybe something that happened weeks prior and then so we you know we got into it had a war words went back and forth and when it came down to it i said you know i i i gave i gave it up to you like hey you know what i'm saying let me go and do what you wanted me to do but then you keep on going and going and telling me these things that you know you could have just said offline and you're making the situation bigger than what it is. You know what I mean? So once you start coming at me in a certain way, then I am I feel I got in defense mode. I'm like, you know what? No, I'm not going to – we're not going to yeah. do it like that. If you're not going to talk to me, you know what I'm saying, in, in a way of respect, you know, then we're not going to have no conversation. So that's what I ended up being. And uh, and also, too, like when you're working on a job and you do get into it with somebody, and then you all just, you know, you all ease it out or whatever like that. You don't have to – pretend to be cool with that person like hey yeah, I come yeah, here yeah. to do my job that's just what it is you go yeah. about what's your way I go about mine don't try to do extra things for me to make up for you know you you getting out of character causing me to get out of character it's all good you know what I'm saying you make your money I'm gonna make mine and that's what it is don't let don't have people take you out of your position because they feel some type of way and they don't know how to come at you you know what I'm saying the right way like you said some people are awkward so
1: yeah you know, that's what that goes. Means- That's what it is when you come into work it's like it's many different melting pots from a different background. And some people, they don't know, they don't have any decorum about themselves. So they just treat anybody any kind of way. They don't know how to talk to people and they get in these supervisory positions. And you don't know how some of these people grew up. Some of these people could have been bullied. Some of these people could have been shunned by other people. Then they get a a position of power and then now they want to take it on other people. Or it could be like, they see you come in and it's something about your personality that reminds them of somebody else. And then they're like, Oh, and they just get a flashback. Oh, I I got it for this person. Or it's something that they don't like about your your personality. And it's like, Oh, well, I I have a preconceived notion about this person. So I'm just going to make something hard. I'm going to make it hard for this person. I'm going to, whenever the time is right, or they just let it build, build and build until they find something to blow up about and yeah. and that's how some people are or even just be regular co-workers like you ever you ever see the regular co-workers that try to micromanage people and because they just don't they try to either test you or just don't like how you coming in and it, it's crazy people people do all kind of weird things either to probably try to establish dominance or they're trying to prove a point and that's what most i think that's where some of that anger management stuff comes from it's like some people trying to prove a point oh i'm trying to prove that was my dominance i'm trying to poke my chest out and see how let you know i ain't for games and this is but like that you got to come to people like with an, an equal level of you know respect an equal level of respect and that's pretty much doesn't come down to just respecting another fellow man a fellow woman that's just all that comes down to yeah yeah, yeah.
0: That's, that's exactly right and then ironically what you said uh as far as um, you know, it, it can be something you know underlining that they just don't know how to deal with, and that's what it came down mm-hmm. to. Somebody came and talked to me, and they just mentioned that, hey, you know, he uh, he felt the way about something that happened like uh, a couple of weeks ago, and uh, that's that's what that's why he came at you with that type of energy because he he you know felt like because of whatever the situation was, like that was just his way of getting off his chest. But I told him too. I said I don't care. What, what it was. At the end of the day, if you don't come at me with respect, you're not gonna get that. I don't care what your position is, you know what I mean? And and also too, when you're talking out of character as a as a person that's a lead, you gotta yeah. understand too, other people looking at that. So other co-workers, other supervisors like wow, like you you really gotta show, you know what I'm saying, your position to lower yourself to somebody that seems like they don't wanna have a job because how they going about things and that's pretty much uh, what it came down to. But that situation had, you know, it, it, it clear, you know, everything was good. You know, bygones, bygones. That's what it was. And uh, it was it was just left in the past. But um, and also, I, I just want to say real quick, sometimes when you have culture differences when you have people who uh, are these owners of these jobs and stuff like that. Sometimes culture differences may cause them to think, oh, well, just like other people that look like you, you don't want to work. You lazy. I don't even know why I even hired you. So you sometimes have that, too. And I know there's people out there that's going to listen mm-hmm. to this and they might have dealt with that or, or somebody cultural. like you. Were,
1: yeah. Cu- cultural bias. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then yeah. like you were saying, how you saying about other co-workers wanting to get their show, their dominance or either try to, you know, uh, brown nose with with mm-hmm. the, the higher ups. So to say, you know, to kind of be the next in line for a position and so you you have that too you know what people they'll they'll find anything about you oh look what they posted on social media that happened to me as well uh mm-hmm. a, co- a co-worker uh that out that i don't even follow you know uh mentioned to one of my supervisors about something i had posted um on my facebook and i'm thinking to myself so this same person that was just in my face kiki high hi, hi, all that stuff like that but then the next day or so you know or probably that same day, you, you know, mentioned to the supervisor about something I posted. It was nothing egregious or whatever like that, but it's, but it's just the fact of the supervisor, when he came and talked to me, he was like, hey, man, I ain't tripping on it, you know what I mean? It ain't nothing, you know, bad or whatever, but, you know, just understand that, you know, you got people who, you know, watch your stuff, or whatever like that. I said, that's true, but I don't even follow this person. You know what I'm saying? That person doesn't even follow me, so I don't even know how they even came across my profile, but that's one thing, too, as well. The people that you work on, on these jobs and stuff like that, you may not think they're paying attention, but they want to know, oh, are you part of this group? Do or do you follow this agenda? Like, they want to know. And, and even in the military, too, yes, there's a lot of politics in that where, you know, you can represent certain things that they deem right. But if it's something about, you know, your people and they don't feel it's constructive to how they want to manage it, then it's like a no go. And so I've seen that a lot.
1: You know what I mean? That's, what that's crazy how people are. And that's what I'm talking about. It's, it's, it's how certain people were raised. It's how certain people came up. It's like, okay, well, you have an issue with somebody. I mean, and it's and it's, it's on some weirdo shit. Well, is this person never popular? You ask yourself these questions. You go you go through a Rolodex of questions. You're like, okay, well, this person was never popular. How did they see you? Uh, they probably feel jealous of you. Like oh this person and they got their social status or they got or they got they're out and about and they're young and they're doing this and they are probably miserable with something that they're not getting, they're probably miserable, and <laughs> anger issues can bring on a lot of things, man. This is jealousy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: a lot of a lot of insecurities. And and yeah. one thing about insecurities is you can't let your insecurities turn you into the monster that you feel like you. You know what I'm saying, defending yourself against. Like if you don't like a, a person for a certain reason, or if you're joining a certain propaganda that's going on and on social media, whatever the case, because you feel like, you know, you can't fully accept who you are without other people being forced to accept who you are. Because that's not right on those who, who are not trying to get linked into that. But that's what's happening in society. Oh, you're not going along with this movement. Okay, then you're part of the problem. Because I don't I have a difference of opinion. Yeah, you're part of the problem. And so I was like, that's that's what it is. You know what I mean? And also, two people got to understand, when you open up Pandora's box, don't just think your own agenda is going to go go through. There's other things working behind the scenes to try to incorporate stuff that's going to cause the children to become a certain way, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or cause certain adults to feel like they can have their way with children because they're trying to uh, funnel in certain things to where now it's makes it comfortable for certain things to go on you know i'm saying if you can kind of read in between the lines and stuff but uh it's a lot and people need to pay attention to certain bills that's being passed and certain bills certain things that was in place that are that are now being taken away you know so it's a lot of rights and it's a lot of things out here that people have to be aware of too so sometimes when you get mad about uh the things that's going wrong in society actually do your research and see why it happened you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you're not just, you know, you're not just going to these rallies and getting all amped up. But then you're not knowing actually what's going on around you. You know what I mean? More so what you're seeing on a clip, a 30 second or to a minute clip. And now you're ready to, you know, lose your life or approve yourself to those who you just joined
1: the group to feel like you're actually
0: doing something in, in society. You know, I think,
1: I think I think what it is is just uh, the basis of this also is just anger management and everything is about being self-aware like you got to be aware of you got to be intuitive of other people also but you got to be self-aware of okay well all right I, i know what triggers me i know how i move i know how you know what makes me upset what makes me angry i got to do my homework on certain situations to where i'm not going out and making an ass of myself and trying to confront something I don't know anything about, and that's a major issue. not self-aware, and plus, being intuitive of other people—that's another thing. Just, those are just the main ingredients. You got to be intuitive with other people, also. With some, people, but it, it takes time, though. It, it comes with age, also. If you're young, you act out of character. Certain things I know, certain things I I know now that I didn't know back then, or how knowing how to speak with someone and knowing how to communicate. And communication is a big issue too, because a lot of things. Get misconstrued in in communication. Some people don't understand your point of view, and you have to break things down, or you know, it's it's just a matter of communication and being having a certain amount of intellect in your communication. Not even intellect; it's just knowing how to break things down, knowing knowing people, and, and that's the an issue too. That that people have to communicate well, communicate better, because a lot of things get misconstrued by communication. You, do you think that was the problem with you and the supervisor? That, that communication was was, was off?
0: Yeah, it, it definitely was. And and that's what I had mentioned to him. I said, you know, it's how you handle things. And I said, you don't know what t- type of day I might have had today or even yesterday to where I'm still coming to work in a great mind, great mood set to make sure that my part is done, but also to help others. And the way, you, you know, you came at me. You read me wrong. So his thing was, oh, I assume that you felt some type of way because I, I asked you to do something. I said, the thing is, what you had asked me to do, you know, earlier, me and the other person, you know what I'm saying, that worked on the project, we both, you know, took the heavier load. So it was never an issue about doing it. It's just your approach. And that's why I mentioned to him. And that's why I told him, I said, I don't care what you have to say. You, you're not going to come and talk to me or address me in any type of way, and it's not going to be with respect. And I said, that go for any, that go for, you know, anybody. You know what I'm saying? I don't care what level of management you at. And I said also, too, if you're mad about, you know, maybe management is, you know, on you about something and now you want to take it out on uh, me or whatever case like that, that's something that you got to deal with. You worked up to the position you at and you only got to understand what comes with it. And I told him straight like that, I'm like, don't, don't get it twisted. Don't, you know what I'm saying? Let your position give you some type of, uh, you know authority to where not you just you say and do whatever like that you know i'm saying it just people have to follow behind you because it doesn't work that way and 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 also on this point that's why what me and you doing is to where we can be self-employed and get to a point where down the road we can be able to give people jobs so Mm -hmm. excuse me so that way they're able to you know have a, a piece of the pie as far as being empowering others and and being able to be your own boss and having your own things going on. Because sometimes you work these jobs that we hate and you have people who they don't care about you. They just care about those numbers. okay what the numbers looking like, what the numbers looking like, what's that looking like, what's that looking like? And they don't really truly care about you. They don't know your last name. They don't do anything when it comes for your birthday. But everybody has to chip in money for the boss when it's his birthday.
1: Hmm.
0: It's crazy, right? So, you know, you have stuff like, these, like that on these jobs and don't just become a number on your job. Understand that if, if you know, maybe if that's some people that they just like working, they you know the nine to fives, that's that's where they at. But for, for myself and I know for you as well, we want to have more in life and be able to be not only in charge, be, be able to give other people opportunities. You know what I'm saying? Not let that background or anything else. These pre-notions uh, deter us from see from people understanding that you know we accept all walks of life because we want everybody to win, but we understand that it's all about who you are. Do you accept yourself as a winner? Or do you accept yourself as somebody that just oh I just go along, you know what I'm saying? Or oh, I'm just I'm comfortable, you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm good. You know what I'm saying? I don't I don't ask much. I don't really need that much. I don't it, it, it's cool. But I don't want the crumbs of the earth. You know what I
1: mean? Most definitely man. Yeah, yeah, It's a, like yeah, I, I've had cases where uh you know what I'm saying, I have blew up on people and I I learned I i know and I don't know if you can attest it, go back to your background again or whatever, but like I know that I know I grew up not to shy away from confrontation. And I was told my brother told me one time, he was like, Man, you confrontational. It's like no, it's like I'm not gonna let nobody put me in this, this and that. But it, it comes at times like you gotta pick your battles also. And that's what I have learned. You got to pick your battles. And I used to didn't do that. I used to say, hey, man, fuck these niggas, this, this, and that. We going around the corner. It was, it was all kind of shit, man. You know, I say, I might be calm and stuff, but I say, hey, man, like, yo, you push the wrong button. And that was it. But, like, you know, but now I'm, I'm at an age in my life that's like, okay, let's communicate about this. It's like, it's not even worth it. I see a lot of this confrontation, a lot of bravado and everything is not even worth it. So, you know. But I still get at a motherfucker
0: though. Don't get it fucked up. Uh, Yeah, I definitely understand. You know, you definitely gotta you know pick your battles and make sure your mind in the right place. But like you said, never let nobody walk over you. That's for sure. You know what I mean? You even if you you know if even if it doesn't get to the physical part, you know what I'm saying? Just verbally, you can talk to them in ways to where they understand. Hey, you're not gonna you know not gonna just cross me like that, or you're not gonna try to belittle me either. You know what I mean? A title doesn't mean anything. I am the person that's inside of me, my light is not dim because you're in a higher position than me. You know what I mean? That's, you know, that's what I had to let that individual know. You know what I mean? Don't, don't come at me, you know what I'm saying? No, you know, any type of way because of your authority, you know, or your position on the job. And that, and and I know you know this for sure, especially in the military, you have people who are high ranking officials who feel like, okay, well, you know, you're nothing or you're just, a worker under me, you know what I mean? But yet they have no degrees or nothing like that. They're just good at taking the test. And so yeah. that's why they leveling up. Yeah, no, 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 No life
1: experience, no experience with people. That's issue. Exactly. Yeah.
0: But yeah, and this has been a, a very well-rounded show. We took a lot of different avenues, but that's the thing about life is never ending. It's always something new you, you, you will learn and appreciate from understanding that you know um the world's just bigger than just you and me you know what i mean some people feel like they control uh how the world turns and and if if they stop doing something that means the world's supposed to stop but it's not it's still going to turn on its axis you don't control it you didn't create this world so you're not in control of what goes down in it man but you just manage what you can and live life to the fullest
1: no one's the center of the universe it's like it takes all people and everybody to get along in the world it's not gonna it's, the world doesn't revolve around one person
0: exactly exactly well man i you know I, I definitely um glad we did this show and i hope people who listen back to this you know you give us uh your opinions on the show if you have something that um uh, any 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 uh any opinions or any advice you want to give, if you want to put it on any one of our pages, on our Instagram or wherever you follow us at, you want to tag us, that's perfectly fine. We interact with people who show actual interest in us. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, and we'll go from there.
1: Sure. Yep. A- right. Remove Kings, aka Southern Frame of Mind. Southern Frame of Mind, aka Remove Kings, whatever way you want to flip it. Yeah. Exactly That's what it is right here. You come here to get uh full course content and fast food vibes. <laughs> is that how yeah, you say yeah.
0: It? <laughs> yeah, he got it. Yeah.
1: Okay, I finally got it. it. <laughs> yeah, he got it. Well,
0: That's until fair. next time, everybody, peace and blessings to everybody.
1: All right, peace. All right.